Hello and welcome to another episode of Conversations Beyond the Pew. And I'm pretty excited today. I have a friend, Kristen, who is a massage therapist. And um, actually, she's uh, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can always put in the show notes where to find her unless she's like, no, no, I can't take any more clients. <laughs> um, but welcome. Thank you. So what made you want to get into massage therapy? <laughs> So when I was uh, a teenager, I guess, I was doing martial arts and I threw my hips out so bad that I couldn't walk very well and I couldn't stand very well and I was in a lot of pain. Oh my goodness. And I was like 19 years old or something ridiculous where you're not supposed to have any pain. And I decided, well, I was thinking, well, maybe I'll just like throw myself into this wall and hope that something goes back into place. Mm-hmm. And I was terrified of chiropractors because I didn't know any good ones. And so anyways, I went and got a massage and the massage therapist got me back in alignment. Okay. And not only did she do that, but she fixed a chronic shoulder issue that I had. Oh, wow. That had been ongoing for years, even though I was super young. And I decided right then, I was like, you know what? I can do this. This is a this would be a good field for me to go into. Okay. And so that is that's what I did. Wow. Mm-hmm. So what are some of your the things that you learned as you studied for it that you just found kind of fascinating? Oh my gosh, so much. So um, I am, if anybody knows me, I am an eternal skeptic. Okay. And so like okay. like for real, like I question everything Mm -hmm. and um one of the things that was fascinating to me you know there's like all these different energy modalities okay that kind of wrap up you know like the body and how the emotions impact the body and how the spirit the emotions and the body are all connected and I always thought that was like yeah whatever that's dumb that stuff's not real blah 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 well it turns out that all of it very much is real and it all overlaps, and you don't have to have a certain belief mm. for it to work or not work or anything like that. It just is. Okay. So, like acupuncture, for example. Yeah. Um, you don't have to believe in acupuncture for it to work. Mm. You go in, if you have an issue, you have an acupuncturist that knows what they're doing, they do what they do, your issue is helped, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so, learning that there's more to the body than what I know. Is pretty awesome you know like there's things that are happening that I don't have to have the answers for everything but I know you know there's I there's tons of stuff that I don't know oh wow that's cool um, and also humbling yes which is yes where we all should be really <laughs> in hopes in hopes that we all realize that we don't all know it all yes and we're not expected to and we don't have to right because it's impossible it is. Oh. So what's some of your favorite things as you're as you're working on somebody? Like do you ever have a moment where it's like, oh, that was just so cool? Yes, all the time. And it's what I aim for with every single person at my table. Um, let me see how I could put this into words. When somebody is on my table and they are twisted up. Okay. Which most people are. All right. The only people that are not twisted up on my table are usually 
classical ballet dancers or um, gymnasts, maybe. Okay. Um, but somebody's twisted up on my table, meaning that, you know, one hip is out of alignment with the other. So they've got an elevation, a rotation. Their rib cage is off. Their shoulders are misaligned. Their spine is misaligned. Um, you know, their head is too far forward. We've got this rounded posture from sitting in chairs all the time. And I see them on my table, and they're all twisted up. My goal is to lengthen, lengthen them out, to flatten them out, so that I know that when they get off that table, they're going to have so much more freedom in their own body. So that is, that's like my, that's what I aim for with every single massage. Wow. Because it's awesome. And there's no better feeling than helping. You know, somebody comes in and they're just like, nah, I really need this massage today. My back's killing me. I've got, and you know, they've got like a whole list of complaints. Like my sciatica's acting up again. My, you know, I can't lay on my right side for very long when I'm sleeping. I'm not sleeping at night yeah. because of X, Y, Z. So they have real things that are affecting them during their life. Mm-hmm. And bringing the body back into alignment most of the time equals less pain in the body and just, you know, more comfort. Yeah. So between, like, visits, what are some things that people can do to help bring their body back into alignment? Exercise, definitely. Um, having a certain base level of strength to move through life. Um a lot of problems that I see come mm-hmm. from overuse of certain muscles, weakness in other muscles, okay. like your typical sitting position. And for the, the muscles that are overused, I mean, there are other things that you can do at home, like foam rolling. Foam rolling is amazing. Yeah. It's like a massage without the massage therapist. Right. And so you can create you know, the, the areas on your body that are tight, which for most people are hips and shoulders and lats and you know certain areas that are really tight for most people just using a foam roller on those and then just doing something that strengthens your body and I don't even care if it's walking for 20 minutes a day or a a light weight training program or a heavy weight training program whatever your deal is but something to keep strength in your body Mm. and of course nutrition is part of it too I mean like basic stuff making sure that you're hydrated making sure that you're getting good nutrition, but... Yeah. Well, hydration helps so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, as an example, um, for someone like me, so, you know, you, you've worked on me, and um, we all know, both of us know that I have uh, mobility issues, mm-hmm. and but I also have a great deal of strength from CrossFit, and that I do pay attention to what I'm eating more so now than in years past, but still absolutely uh, doing that. So what would you say to someone like me who's saying, man, I still, my mobility is just terrible. How can I, or I'm carrying my stress more and more uh, just because of everything going on. Um, The, the biggest is to really like evaluate yourself. I mean, you can have a professional do it too, but like, take note of, okay, so what are my tightest areas? Okay, so mm-hmm. I've got this shoulder, I've got this limitation in my shoulders. Yeah. And you try to figure out 
okay, so I think it's I think this mobility thing is coming kind of from the back of my body. It's you know my shoulder where it kind of connects into my neck or whatever. So you could do stretching. Mm-hmm. You could also do strengthening because even though strengthening you're building muscle, yeah. you're also breaking down um, inappropriate um, muscle patterns, if that makes sense. Okay. You know, so by by strengthening certain areas, you're bringing blood flow into that area. Ah, um, okay. And you can get you know deeper release into the actual joints themselves. Mm-hmm. But really taking a good look at yourself and... St- I mean, as simple as it sounds, strengthening strengthening the weak areas and getting the areas that are overworking to relax, like through foam rolling, through, you know, different massage modalities or stretching or yoga. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you say are some of the biggest misconceptions about massage therapy? <laughs> there are so many. Um, a lot of people view massage as like a luxury of like the rich and famous pampering themselves, you know. Okay. You got this like whole idea. And I will tell you that so many of the clients that I see and people that get massaged on a regular basis, they're not there because they're rich and famous. They're there because they want to function, they want to feel better in just daily life. Mm. So, if, like seriously, for most people, a, uh, a massage once a month yeah. is good for maintenance. Okay. But for somebody that has like a chronic ongoing issue or um, an autoimmune disease that they're, they're, they're dealing with, it can improve quality of life tremendously. So yeah. make them more comfortable in their physical bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know not all massage therapists are created equal. Some of them do more of a traditional um relaxation or Swedish massage and that's all they do so no matter what you tell them you're going to get on their table and they're just going to do 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 their massage they got the routine they're not going to work anything deep on anywhere and you know you're just another person on their table and then they send you out the door but the massage therapist that listens and does specific work on exactly what you're asking them to do that's it, it makes all the difference for so many people. Well, that easily leads into my next question of, for someone who's like, wow, I think I, I want to function better. I really want to see a massage therapist mm-hmm. who's going to listen. What are some things to look for? Um, well, you can't judge it based on where they work. Okay. So there's like this idea that if you go to like a clinical setting where they only do body work and it's just basic, you know, like clinical massage you know, therapeutic massage, that you're going to walk in there and it's going to be this phenomenal massage therapist, and that's not true. Um, You have to look for a therapist based on the individual because everybody works differently. So, for instance, I work in a salon, which you wouldn't think that that would be a great place to go for, like, a therapeutic massage, but I've been at this particular salon for 11 years. Oh, wow. Maybe 12 years in November. I think 12 years in November. And I love it there, and I love the environment. Mm-hmm. But for sure, um, the only kind of massage I do is therapeutic massage. And so people come in, they have very specific things going on. We work towards their goals and then reassess as needed. So what you're looking for is you're looking for keywords. One of them is therapeutic massage. 
Um, there's another word that people like to say, deep tissue massage, which sounds terrifying, um, especially if you don't like pain. Right. But deep tissue is not doesn't mean that you know you're going to be like pulverized. Okay. It means that you work as deep as you need to in order to create a change in how the muscle is is setting or responding or the overall tension in the body. Okay. So deep tissue to somebody may be super light to somebody else, mm-hmm. and somebody else may want super deep work. And somebody else may not want such deep work, but it's all the same kind of idea, therapeutic massage. Okay. And I think those are the, those are the kind of catchphrases that people like to use. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that only likes to do Swedish massage or relaxation massage, yeah. you'll never hear them say that they're a therapeutic body worker okay. or that they're, they do deep tissue massage. They'll, you know. Yeah. Some people just don't work like that. Okay. So when you get off the table, when somebody says, okay, I'm going to go to a therapeutic deep tissue, what is something that you're most likely to feel the moment you get up? Freedom. Yeah. When you get off the table, um, you should feel like your body can move better. Um, Initially. And then sometimes, especially if the work was deeper, um, two days later, a day later, you may feel a little bit of soreness, but it should be like a muscle, like workout soreness. But it should have all been, um, it's all very positive because sometimes um, when you have to break up like adhesions and muscle tissue, sometimes there's a little bit of an inflammatory process, but it's therapeutic inflammation. Okay. Um, But the biggest thing that you'll notice should notice after you have a massage is freedom and of course you're you're relaxed and you're probably in a better mental space Mm. because you've been doing you know you've kind of shut down and dialed back you know for an hour or an hour and a half or whatever it was yeah but you should feel different when you get off the table like physically in your body yeah Mm -hmm. um so how do you see massage bringing get together the mind body kind of soul Well, we, you know, we are these beings, these humans, and we have all of those parts, whether we want to acknowledge them or not. Mm -hmm. And even a diehard atheist still has a spirit. Mm -hmm. And whether, you know, they want to acknowledge it or not. And some people are very non-emotional and they don't want, they don't like their emotions and they, they're very analytical. Yeah. But those emotions still affect them in their body for sure. Yeah. Um, if you just look at the person as a whole being, you can't influence one area in any of those areas without affecting the whole being. Mm. So like, even if we're talking about, like, I don't even care, like just on a physical level, um, if you're carrying around all kinds of extra tension, mm-hmm. maybe you have chronic headaches. Uh, maybe you've got like, you know, all the digestive ailments that come along with just stress and stuff like this. Yeah. Um, when you strip away some of the physical tension off the body, even if it seems superficial to most, mm-hmm. like you think, okay, well, yeah, you know, sure, my shoulders are more relaxed. Yeah, my my back is more relaxed. I can sit up straighter with more ease. I can walk with 
more ease, but it affects so many other organ systems in the body and how they line up. Okay. Um, it could, like, something like massage or a good yoga practice or a good exercise regime or anything where you're affecting the physical body, you can't affect the physical body without affecting the emotions and the rest of it. Yeah. So um, when you're more comfortable in your body, you're able to, like, kind of just greet your day almost with a little bit more oomph, you know? Yeah. There's a more positive aspect to it. Mm -hmm. Because if your body doesn't feel good, then it's just like, uh. Mm -hmm. Just leave me alone. I got too much going on, blah, blah, blah. Right. like this. It's like a cloud over you, you know? Yeah. Um, So what are some transformations that you've seen through your years? Oh, I've seen so many good ones. Um, One of my favorite ones is a um, gentleman that I've seen for many years now. But when he came to me, I don't don't even know how long, I've been seeing this person for like 15 years, I think. Um, He had chronic pain from multiple surgeries in his back and he was just learning to live with it, couldn't stand up straight. Mm-hmm. And in a matter of like, I'm talking like three or four massages, his whole demeanor and everything about him changed because the pain he was living with was gone. Oh, wow. And his wife even came to me and said, thank you for giving me my husband back. Oh, wow. And I'm thinking, you've got to be kidding me. I like, I feel honored to be able to help first of all yeah but it was it was just a huge breakthrough for this man and his wife really and his whole life mm-hmm. and um you know some of the things that we take for granted is just being age-related aches and pains or oh yeah the doctor said I have spinal stenosis so this is the natural progression of my condition and so this is what I should expect or I you know, um, disc degeneration, or I have this type of arthritis. Yeah. I firmly believe if anything can be done in the body, mm-hmm. it can also be undone in the body. Okay. So, and I, I know it sounds pretty ridiculous, but even like these autoimmune diseases, mm-hmm. something triggered an autoimmune disease. Right. Stress usually. Right. We huge, do know stress can be a trigger. Yes, yeah. and like a huge lifestyle change, um, some negative things, you know, happen to you, and then you have this autoimmune response in your body. I believe if it happened, if, it, if your body responded that way, now you've got this whole host of things that are happening to you, I believe it can be undone, and that's just my standpoint with the body. Yeah. I don't take anything as permanent unless we're talking about like an amputation or something like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, and that's how I approach everybody. And I, I really hope that my, the people that I work with are also approaching themselves like that, you know, mm. with, with more hope uh, for something that they have going on yeah. instead of just accepting mm-hmm. the final word of the doctor. I just, right. like I said, I'm an eternal skeptic. I'm also a skeptic for all <laughs> the negative stuff too. I'm, I'm a challenger, you know, I want to yeah. challenge everything. Yeah. So and I think we all should be like that. There's something very powerful about hope. And so I think about hope on a very religious level um, as a, and a, as a mind exercise and as a, this is how I live. But until you've said that, I've not thought about that in the body. Yeah, 
That's so important. That if hope is not translating from my brain to the rest of my body, then mm-hmm. what do I expect? Yeah. That it, 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 you have to truly embody it. Yeah. Because a lot of times our expectations that we have for ourselves yeah. will manifest them. Yeah. So you got this idea that, oh, yeah, you know, like I'm four, I'm in my 40s now, so uh, there's a certain things that should be breaking down at this point. And, mm. you know, the doctors yeah. say, the doctor said, oh, my numbers, you know, whatever it is, blood pressure, whatever. Uh, they're okay, but I am in my 40s now, so I should expect these things. Um, I disagree. I don't think we should be expecting uh, a decline in health or a decline in strength in our bodies because I know 80-year-olds that still run. And, uh, yep. I, and I know people that are, you know, like well into years with mm-hmm. no pain in their body. So I know that if it's possible for some, it could be possible for more, but we have to, we have to push for it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it starts in the mental, like we have to make a decision. Yeah, yeah. And then it kind of goes from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm going to be very curious to know what that looks like uh, for myself to contemplate now to allow the mental exercises I do often for hope, but how do I actually embody that in my arms? Your and my shoulders. Legs, my shoulders, I know. Your shoulder so, mobility. I know, my shoulder mobility. Instead of, well, this is just how I'm built. Yes. Huh. Approaching it from a different angle. Yeah. Like, this is how I am right now, but I'm not going to stay like this. Right. And then even doing, like, as silly as it sounds, visualizations. You yeah. know, and stuff like that. I know, you know, those visualizations are not like, you know, hardcore science, but, you know, right. every little thing helps. Uh, I think there was a study done at, at some point where... Um, with athletics. With right? athletics, yes. right. And they see mm-hmm. themselves making the basket. They see themselves hitting the golf ball. Yes. And then it actually happens yes because the the body will respond to visualization and imagery like that in our muscle memory so Mm. it'll trigger you know different components in our muscle memory which of course in our body will follow suit Mm -hmm. Um, so today you know we've all been struggling through the pandemic and i think about how much stress i carry in my body absolutely and so i'm just Curious, like, what are your thoughts around um, when we experience trauma, whether, uh, I mean, we're all in different kinds of boats in this pandemic. We're all in the same storm, but different boats. And some of us are suffering more than others. But what have you noticed about what people are carrying in their bodies as you work on them? Um, for sure, um, with my clients, things have changed. More people are working from home. They're working longer hours. And even people that aren't feeling like they're particularly struggling, you know, their bills are paid, their jobs are secure, everything's secure with them. Life is okay. Yeah. Um, We just live in a really tough political climate right now. And the COVID thing and all the extra pressures of the just everything. um, There's... Definitely a lot more just 
shoulder tension, neck tension, headaches, okay, um, stress, stress type yeah. um, ailments, probably from long hours. People work longer hours when they're at home than they do when they go into the office typically. Yeah. They wake up, they start working, they don't really take breaks. Yeah. They work all night and they go to bed and they get up the next day and do the same thing. But um, yeah, definitely, people are definitely carrying things differently. Mm. And so as you think about that and as you work on them, like how do you see the power of massage helping in that or being a part of how to deal with that? Well, massage is a good tool. Um, it's not an end-all be-all, but when somebody comes in and they're compressed from life, whether it's, and definitely the emotions um, cause compression in the body, but physically sitting for longer periods of time, my goal as a therapist is to really create space okay. in, in their joints so that they can move better. So increasing, you know, just increasing mobility, increasing like helping with them with the ability to be able to just walk and move more freely through life, which of course in turn yeah. creates less stress in the mind. Oh yeah. You know, you, if you feel comfortable in your body, you're like, Oh, okay. What's next? I got this, Yeah. you know? So from that aspect, it's like a, yes. Okay. So getting a massage for an hour or 90 minutes or whatever you're doing is a nice break from the day. But it's different mm-hmm. than a nap because when you get off the table, you feel different. Oh, true. And Very so true. that, you know, they'll have those good body feelings for a week, two weeks, sometimes a month. So, you know, just bringing things back into alignment in the body and decompressing people. Yeah. So that's just, it's kind of interesting to, to think about the, the full embodiment of it. Uh, what's... What's one thing that you love about being a massage therapist? Um, I actually love everything about being a massage therapist. And I wish that more people loved their work in the same way because we spend so much time working. Yeah. And so, you know, like, I see stuff like on social media or whatever. Everybody's like, oh, it's Monday again. You know, they have like this attitude. Yeah. Um, I don't ever feel like that. I, I like Mondays, and I like every days yeah. when it comes to the work that I do. I even considered recently, because of this pandemic, like, maybe I should find a more essential job, you know? Yeah. And then I decided, ah, uh, no, because there's nothing else that I'm going to do. <laughs> like, I, I'm not going to get enjoyment out of, you know? Yeah. But I like being able to help people, being able to positively impact people's lives in a tangible way. Like they came in and they were like this. They, they are happy. To, first of all, people are happy to see me. Oh yeah. And they came in and they were like this and then they're leaving. I'm seeing marked improvement. You know, we could even do a physical assessment. The range of motion was this way when we started. The range of motion is now this way when we finished. Yeah. And you know, I know, you know, in the past this, this work for them lasts about a week at this moment for whatever reason, mm-hmm. as we're working through issues with them. And I just like, being goal driven with my clients it's just very gratifying work nice Mm -hmm. nice well um thank you for having this conversation with me today um the last question i have i ask everybody is 
what piece of wisdom do you try to live by? <laughs> um, lately, yeah, my piece of wisdom for 2020 that I have found has been very helpful is let nothing disrupt my peace. So nice. I don't, anything that's going to steal my joy, nah, got to shut you off, got to unfollow you. Um, not to be an ostrich with my head in the sand, Yeah. but I'm not letting anything disrupt my peace. I hold that as like a, a very important thing in my life right now. Very cool. So, yeah. Um, and so hopefully to all those listening, you got a little bit of wisdom, especially about maybe if you're thinking about massage therapy and, and who to look for, also just how to live mm-hmm. um, and live with the mind, body, soul, especially in this time that we're in of 2020. So uh, hopefully we'll have another conversation and uh, I need to book a, a <laughs> session. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so thank you for thank, being with me today. Thank you, Kara. Thank you.